0: Be the right club. Be the right club today.
1: Johnny, yes. well, I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! <laughs> Expect anything different?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the No Laying Up podcast and live show i hope you're joining us live wherever you might be we still have gosh maybe 45 minutes left of uh second round coverage of the chevron championship friday evening on golf channel but let me get to my uh my co-host my co-associates let's start solly great to have you back man uh how are you doing this evening
2: you guys have been hogging the ball and all the LPGA coverage. It's the first time I've been invited. Thank you for having me on your show, Big Randy. In-
0: invited. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're glad you're here. And then also Cody McBride live from uh, his compound outside Dallas, Texas. Cody, good evening to you, sir. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Well, and welcome
0: to Texas. I'm, uh, I'm happy that we
3: invited everybody in. The Woodlands is absolutely stunting on people. Actually, I don't really know what to make of it, but uh, I'm excited. Thank you, Ben. How is it stunting? How is it stunting? Well, that's the thing is that I, 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 maybe we're too far into it or too uh, not enough into it to make what this actually is. But overall, I mean, you can't really deny that we have a stacked leaderboard. Uh, I know we're going to get to some course takes, but. We'll get there, man. Solid. I
0: appreciate it, though. I was chatting with Solid. He's got some takes. I can't wait to get into it. We're going to get into the venue. We're going to get into the leaderboard. We're going to get into a ton of stuff. We got a great run of show. We got a couple guests dropping in uh, at various points. So before we dive in, though, sponsor to thank straight off the top our good friends. You you see us repping them Titleist, Footjoy. This episode, this live show is brought to you by our friends at Titleist, the number one ball in golf. And since we've partnered with Titleist, it's been great to learn the extent to which the number one ball in golf is true. The presence and trust on the LPGA Tour is incredible. Listen to this, guys. We're talking almost 80% of players every week on the LPGA playing a Pro V1 or Pro V1X model. And it's the same story this week at Chevron. Past champions in the field this week include Jennifer Cupcho, tough week for her. We'll get to her. Jin Young Ko mixed mixed results uh they play the pro v1 patty t is golfing her pro v1 x to uh to exquisite results thus far lydia co plays the pro v1 x so whether you're looking to flight the ball in the winds of texas with a little bit less spin or want a higher trage with more spin to hold the greens Titleist has a golf ball that fits your swing and your game and delivers the t to green performance and consistency you need to play your best golf Find the right ball for your, excuse me, find the right ball for your game by visiting Titleist.com. That's Titleist.com. Thank them very much. Uh, fellas, where do we want to start? Um, I think it's the leaderboard, but Solly, I am shocked. You were saying I are are you bought into the leaderboard or no? I mean, it's
2: it's good. Like there's a lot of good names at the top, but I was more surprised when we were kind of going going down the missed cut list was like, a little jarring, like a Yuka Sasso, um, Madeline Sagstrom, Lexi. I mean, it's I don't like. I don't think Lexi's in the house yet. We're, again, we're recording this with a little bit of time to time to go here. Uh, Jennifer Cupcho, like just a, a, some stacked, stacked names on the wrong side of a cut line here.
0: Well, I, I I cannot disagree with that. I think we're I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. I mean, I could be. I'll give you that. Alim Kim, major winner. Uh, ironically enough, won the twenty twenty. US Women's Open at Champions Golf Club Cody where is Champions Golf Club Houston Texas
2: Big we're, I think tonight we're going to f- totally flip roles like I'm going to be the big Randy. I'm going to come in and just be yeah. all <laughs> negatives and you're going to cheerlead everything and uh and be an apologist for
0: everything I love it you got you got to bring some uh <laughs> ill thought out hot takes She stinks yeah, she stinks that's that's all I'm asking for you got to piss off some large groups of people and we'll be we'll be all right um yeah a kim right now alone at eight under she shot a 65 today um could be could be your overnight pretty good right yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good could be your overnight leader going into the weekend we shall see um but right there behind her lilia vu we've we've talked about lilia she is someone that is just near the top of the leaderboard week in week out um I think this is such a humongous opportunity for this weekend. We get to see her hopefully in a final group at a major, at least for the third round, if not the fourth round. I I think we're going to learn a lot about Lilia this weekend. Megan Kang is somebody that is just scrappy as hell. Actually, amazingly, has not won an LPGA event yet, but has like top tens in four of the five majors. Uh, Gosh, who else? Patty T. Cody, is Patty T back or no?
3: Uh, she's back. I don't know. I I know I didn't go out on that limb in the preview show. Biggie,
2: I think I'm going to say it. She back, man.
0: We got Nelly Corda. solly have you heard of Nelly Corda? I
2: have. Okay. I have. Uh, I got some Nelly thoughts as well.
0: Brooke Henderson's right there. We we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, but I am so excited for this leaderboard. This is genuine. Um I think there's an interesting discussion to be had about you know, is the course producing this? Is this just happenstance? Is this just where the women's game is at right now? We can get into all that. Um, all right, guys, where should we start? I want to know from you guys right now, what's the biggest storyline as we sit here at 816 PM Eastern on Friday evening? Let me throw it to you, Cody, first.
3: I would say just lily of Vu. I think for me, just phenomenal playing you know you'd think that that she's had a hot year already coming into this but like just continuing to show up in big moments on on the biggest stages and just seems to be
2: like no fear at all in her
0: yeah yeah so Ollie, what's what's your biggest storyline thus
2: far I think if we're looking at it overall, it is it is Nelly Corda, right? It is a golf course that should fit her. Everything you guys talked about in the preview pod, how much distance is emphasized here. That was uh, the easiest pick ever. Was Atlanta Athletic Club? When it's like as soon as I walked that course, I was like oh, Nelly's going to win this one. This one feels like it should be right up her alley. Uh, which this is this tournament's going to be at this golf course for many years. Feels like many of these should be right up her alley. I'm ready to see the rom leap with Nelly. I think she is too talented to have one major. I think that is, especially in a sport that has five major championships, which we'll get into. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's You guys said this on the previous, she has eight uh, LPGA Tour wins. I was stunned by that number. I feel like that should be higher. She really is that talented, uh, and it's time to kind of put the,
0: put the gas pedal down and go, go, run, go run with this thing. Couldn't agree more. I, I thought Tron brought up a very, very good and interesting point in the preview episode. Why does Nelly why do we it feels like we think about nelly as a cut above somebody like brooke henderson and they're much closer in age than i think a lot of people would realize brooke has many more lpga tour victories has two majors to nelly's one i thought that was a great point yeah Uh, she did win the evian last year watch out don't piss off canada just yet um (laughs) So I think that's something to to, to look at. Nelly and, and Brooke are both 6-under right now, two shots back at Lim Kim. I think my biggest storyline, uh, not breaking news here, I, I think it's a common... I'm going to use both of your answers. It's a combination between Lily Vu and Nelly Korda. Um, I think Lillia Vu... Shocked here, Big. I thought you were going to go with Patty. Well, Patty's 1A maybe. But Lily, Lily Vu is somebody that has a... An outstanding amateur resume. Uh, a ton was expected of her. She dealt with a lot of struggles, and it has clicked over the last, not even seemingly, well, the, the last calendar year. She had a great Epson tour season, had a great LPGA season last year, and has just continued it this year. I think a case could be made. She, she might be the second best american golfer right now I, I know lexi is higher than her in the rolex rankings um but as far as form i think lily vu could make a claim at number two right behind nelly and so to get them potentially squaring off this weekend at a major championship just excites the hell out of me so i think that's the storyline um guys we got a guest waiting so i i say we bring him in uh it, it's a man who knows the women's game well and uh let's let's put some of these questions to him mr grampoon how are you buddy hello friends how are we tonight we are great man better now that you're joining us
1: where do we find you this evening uh i'm in uh, at home on my couch in abilene texas repping my abilene christian gear you're and, making me nervous um, with some of these camera angles here. We <laughs> yeah, are yeah, live, a, Grant. I want to remind you, we are point. live. Yes. Uh, I, I regret the error and it won't happen again. <laughs> um, so I'm about six hours from, from the club at Carlton Woods. I can't quite see it. Abilene is flat, but not quite that flat. But uh, I've got a great view from my couch and loving the coverage. The extended coverage, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank what, you.
2: What, tell us, how does that happen, right? Because as soon as I saw the weather delays and I was like, oh, I have a bad feeling that this coverage is going to end at eight o'clock, but I have a feeling that uh, there was some frantic messaging. How does it, How does it, uh, it? you work in television, how does it end up working where you get to stay on the air for
1: longer than this? It, it, it's a confluence of things. Um, I'm not going to trot out the hard cameras answer to you, uh, but <laughs> but I will tell you that You've got a lot of factors involved, and, and really, when it comes down to it, I think it's, it's a great move by Golf Channel NBC to, uh, with my team there. We were fortunate to, to not have the compound underwater. Uh, it was close uh, this morning. Some of my colleagues down there uh, sent me some pictures. It was, it was very scary. A ton of water a short amount of time. As Cody knows, that will happen in Texas. And there's nowhere really for it to go and except to, to start rising. So the, the, the fact that we're going to get in, you know, a ton of golf today, I think is huge. And, and I think it's really important that Alem Kim, who played in the early late wave, finished today. Mm-hmm. She'll get a very long night. She'll get to sleep as long as she wants. Uh, I, I do think that, that we're going to be back on schedule by tomorrow night, which is huge. Because about half the field has tickets to Taylor Swift over at NRG stadium, so they've <laughs> got to make sure they're there. And I know about half our TV crew does as well.
3: <laughs> wait, wait, Taylor Swift concerts tomorrow night.
1: Rumor, according, Golfchannel.com has learned, yes, that Taylor Swift <laughs> is performing tomorrow night in Houston. maybe tonight as well, but
0: that's. Hopefully
1: massive. no one had tickets tonight.
0: Uh, I don't wonder if that's where TC went. Yeah. Dying, dying to know who the Swifties are out on tour.
1: Oh uh, well, Grant, let me ask it, you this. It's it, it probably it'd be easier to say who's not. Uh, yeah,
0: that's true. right. That's true. Uh, Grant, I I just asked these two guys, kind of the biggest. And, and granted, round two is not complete as we've said. But what's yeah. the biggest storyline in your mind heading into the weekend?
1: Yeah, I I, I would agree with you know. Uh, I would echo all of the things you guys uh, have said. I think the golf course has been awesome. Uh, it's been huge, literally and and figuratively. I think the clubhouse is incredible. I, I saw it last August, went down there and played it for the first time. And, and I just, I, I thought when I was there, this, this is a place that is eminently worthy of hosting a major championship and, and a place that, that will honor the women. And they have from the moment, the week started with the champions dinner, which was incredible. And, and uh, the past champs getting Bentleys to drive, and th- everything has been first class. That you know that, as Cody knows, this time of year in Texas, you know, spring, you you never know what's going to happen. Massive storms here in Abilene on Tuesday night, hail, and and then big storms overnight last night. But uh, the credit to the golf course, it, it, I think it's produced what we thought. I mean, there are no real flukes here. If you think about it, I, I know some are going to say, you know, Pei Yun Chen, and and. and I think any major championship, men or women, is gonna is gonna give you one or two of those. But Alem Kim, elite ball striker, she doesn't, she she really doesn't put herself there with a chance to win a ton. And if you'll recall, she was really nowhere to be found the whole week at champions in December of 2020. She was five back going into the final round. No one was really paying attention. She had a mask on, so you really didn't even know know who she was. Uh, and and then sure enough, what does she do? She birdies the last three holes, and she beats the likes of, of Jin Young Ko and Amy Olson and Hinako Shibuno. Since then, she she uh, she plays almost every week um, out on tour, and, and she does. She always will find a way to to you know backdoor top five it and social finish top forty in the CME points list. Um, but she's an elite ball striker; hits it miles in the air. Uh, Lily Yavu, you all have talked about her and her evolution over the last couple of years. Can I pause, uh, Megan, can I yeah. pause real quick on
2: A-Lim Kemp? Or do yeah. I have it right with her Wikipedia page when it says she won the first major she ever played in, the U.S. Women's Open. That yeah. was the first major she played in. <laughs> Had never and been then, to the U.S. And then missed the cut in all five majors last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I'm telling you, Same. she is. It, it's, it's 2021, sorry. Yeah, um, well, yeah, and and and. Yeah, that was her first year. I mean, mm-hmm. she she took up membership, and then last year had a very solid year. Uh, again, she doesn't; she's not really right there late on Sunday. She's never had the first or second or third round lead at mm-hmm. any at, at LPGA. Oh, she had a first round lead in Arkansas, sorry, last year, shared a lead. She hasn't led after rounds two or three. Uh, th- this makes me a little nervous. I, I was thinking yeah. if she's within three <laughs> with three holes to play, I like her chances, like she did at Champions. Uh, this will be interesting for her I, you know there's she is a, a big personality um it, there was a crazy story at champions i was working the us open there for nbc and golf channel and and she was the one name that no one really knew and it was like is it Alem or alem and i was like i'll go try to find her she's the last person i saw on the range on wednesday night before i left and i went up to her didn't know how much english she spoke uh, and I said, would you prefer w- that we call you Alim or Alem? And she said, Alim. So I sent an email to, to Dan Hicks and to Paige McKenzie and Judy Rankin and all my colleagues. And I said, hey, by the way, I just saw her. It is Alim. So when she wins on Sunday, we'll know how to get the name right. Uh, and of course, I was dead wrong. She won on Monday uh, because they had the, the weather delay. But she's she's a great personality uh and, and again, she's an incredible ball striker, and this course has just produced, you know, this leaderboard with with one great ball striker after another, Megan Kang. We know about Nellie Brook. You know, Patty T, you all have talked a lot about her. Uh I, I've spent quite a bit of time uh thinking about Patty T and talking to her and her team uh over the last uh few weeks and months and uh, it, it's great to see she. She, I think, has megastar potential, and for her to be back in contention at the event that really took her to, uh, you know, in, in into the stratosphere would be awesome.
0: As you, I mean, I am so excited about this leaderboard. Uh, very tough question. I guess
1: you are because everybody you picked is up at the top. I know. Except for you. <laughs> I know. I know. Nelly. I I wrote down Nelly, Lilya Vu. Hyoju Kim and Patty T. Didn't you, weren't those four year fives big?
0: Yeah, yeah, they were. Thank you, Grant, for 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 recognizing. that
1: he doesn't need to that else? That's how you wanted me to say it, right? Yeah, he yeah. said, okay, he said yeah. you that
2: before you came on. There's no way you listened <laughs> and wrote that. down. I can be bought.
1: <laughs> but
0: I was gonna ask you I, with a with a leaderboard of of great ball strikers, major champions. I mean, who do, who do you like? Over I, it's it's a hard question, and there's so much golf left to be played. But how well, would, You can't would name you, people
2: like you just did. Either. You how pick
0: would somebody. How would you handicap the, the, the top of the leaderboard right now? Um,
1: well, if you look at form, uh, the, the, really everyone who is in – I would say there a couple of things stand out. Uh, if you look at the top 10 in the world, the ones who've either played very little or a lot are the ones who aren't near the top of the leaderboard. The rest of the top 10, top 12 or so – are up there georgia hall's played four straight weeks been great um you know three straight weeks i guess there was a week off but um she's played great i did wonder about you know playing in hawaii the week before and then coming over and and even though it was a saturday finish she kind of ran out of gas on that in that final round on saturday missed some putts late so
3: much i was thinking the exact same thing yeah like even if she was going to go hang out and it just stay in California for the week or go home for two weeks or something. But it seems like a lot of them didn't really put too much like thought into how hard it was going to be for them from Hawaii to Houston.
1: Yeah. I mean, if a Kim isn't playing, that tells you something. She plays every week. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Brooke played. Uh, I don't think it means you can't, uh, you know, and, and Brooke was up there near the top of the leaderboard. Brooke loves Hawaii. Uh, I don't think, I just think, you know, Brooke took LA off. Mm. Georgia played Phoenix, LA. Week off, then played Hawaii. Uh, Lydia hasn't played hardly at all. Lexi hasn't played hardly at all. Le- Lydia plays one- has been playing once a month. Yeah. Um, you know, Hyoju Kim has you know has has been playing well. She was up there near the top of the leaderboard at at uh, Palace Verdes and and played great. Uh, Titakoon's up there. You know, I, I think it's it's so tempting, isn't it? You know, and Cody, I know you 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 picked Lexi as part of your group. Lexi's. Uh, I think Lexi's always a good choice to contend. Um, you know, which is why you'd pick her in your group of five because she always plays well. And I know you picked her, by the way, before she revealed that she had a wrist injury. Uh, Thank and you. and uh, yes, <laughs> right, right. Put that on the record. Full disclosure. Bailing these guys out. Come on. I know. i I'm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to suck up to everybody here. <laughs> um, uh, you know, but you know, so Lexi's hardly played at all. Um, but but the others who've, who've kind of managed their schedules, who are the elite players, are up there. I mean, Lily Avu, uh, I, I would say the combination of uh, her power and her putting, they are uh, elite level. The thing about Lily, and this is something that I think is interesting, there is something about playing with a lead, and it's men or women, and it's hard to quantify. I don't know that it's possible to. Um, it is different. Lily, it was six back going into the final round uh, in Thailand, and, and it was the, the young Thai Natakrita Wangta who had the lead. You've uh, been practicing no, nobody nobody do. that, Yeah,
2: You've been wow. killing that one. I, I've been watching. You. you were killing that one
1: last week. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, <laughs> now, let me say this She's no Arpishaya Yubon, um, <laughs> but, but Natakrita Wangta uh, is uh, you know, had the lead by four going into the final round. And all I would say, Lilia played so awesome on that Sunday. The, 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 when, when that birdie stretched, I think she birdied like eight through 13, five or six in a row to, to go from a couple back to in the lead. She got a couple of balls that, that bounced exactly right. Then she, it, it, she made her own luck. Don't get me wrong. She played unbelievably well. She absolutely deserved to win. Again, What's it like when you have the lead in a major championship? It'll be the first time, you know, for her that that she'll be in that position. Megan Kang has been up around, you know, the first page of the leaderboard a lot. Nelly's lived up there for a long time. Uh, And and then how how will Patty handle it? There was a big moment with Patty uh, that that, that gets lost in the weeds, I think, but – she, because of her status, having won, those ma- having won the major two years ago, she still gets into those no-cut events, you know, the, the Asia events, the 70 players no-cut, uh, and, and she got into Tournament of Champions. Didn't play really well in any of those three events. She would have a good round or two, but then a big round in the middle. But because they're no-cut events, she gets those, those reps. She gets the four rounds, and she's been in the middle of this swing change with Chris Mason, switching from Grant Waite. Uh, And and then she goes to Phoenix. She has a low round, I think it was 67 in round one. And then the wheels began to come off in round two. And she really had to grind just to make the cut. It was a low cut that week. It was three under, I think, that made the cut. And there was something about finding a way to grind to make a cut. Like, forget about winning. But then she came back, had a good, decent finish. And I think those, those extra rounds, when you're trying to work through a swing change as she has been. It's one thing to to do it on the range, the famous story of Tiger calling Butch on the range from Isleworth. I got it. You know, and he he hits this eight iron. That's it. This is what we've been working on. But it's another thing to take it to to the course. And for Patty to to get the the reps in at the Tournament of Champions and uh, Thailand and Singapore, knowing she was going to get four rounds no matter what, and then to grind out the cut in Phoenix, then she goes to Palos Verdes, not far from where she went to school. She played awesome uh, and played near the top of the lead. Uh, and now here she is at this event that means, you know, so much to her. Um, th- that It's going to be fascinating to watch her back in contention on a weekend. Handled it really well at Palos Verdes. Um, N- Nelly, to me, is absolutely the player, you know, with the bullseye on her chest, I think, at this point, though.
0: It, would Nelly be then you're
1: picked to win? I mean, I yeah, we, We're going to have like to put GC. you on the spot. Exactly. Well, uh, let me see how pei Yun Chen finishes okay. uh, here. She's got uh, four holes to play. You know, pei Yun is a player who last week, by the way, you know, she's 32 years old. She was a, a childhood friend, played along. Yanni Sen, the great uh, player from from Taiwan like like uh, Pei-Yoon is. And pei Yun had a bunker shot on 18 at Lote Saturday. Had she holed it, she'd have gotten into the playoff. And missed it by a foot or two. And it's a hard bunker shot. She she's a she's a, a player who tends, you know, she's not elite by any means. Uh, but she's she's found herself, you know, near lead. She played in the final group in Northern Ireland last summer and didn't play badly at all, but Maya Stark just boat raced everybody and, and won. So um yeah, that, that that's a super long way TV announcer way of saying Nelly.
2: <laughs> Can you uh <laughs> Can you help me place Lilia Vu? I know these guys have talked about her a lot, but I, when somebody, I, I, for age 25, first time winner yeah. on the LPGA Tour, rising stock, but that's late. That's a late bloomer on the LPGA Tour, right? I mean, age-wise yeah. for a, a, a talent that is on, on this much of a meteoric rise and kind of somewhat sneaking up on people, sneaking up on me, I would say. Can you kind of give me, uh, kind of help place the, the Lilia Vu context maybe a little yeah, bit? Uh, y- yeah, she,
1: she would have been blooming right on time had she... Uh, done last year what she did her rookie year in 2019. She'd have been, you know, 21 uh, back then. Um, you know, she, it's a great story. She grew up in L.A. Her parents and grandparents are Vietnamese. Her grandfather built a boat to escape Vietnam in those turbulent times in the, in the 70s. Uh, I mean, a little, little like Castaway, you know, you build a boat, you, you float away, and, and, and they go to the U.S., she was born in L.A., raised in L.A., went to UCLA. She was the number one ranked amateur in the world. In fact, Leona McGuire, who was number one in the world for 135 weeks, which uh, was number one until Rose Zhang this week uh, yeah. got her at number 136. Leona had been number one for 83 consecutive weeks, and Lilia took it away from her. That's how good Lilia was as an amateur superstar at UCLA. Comes out on tour, turns pro. Uh, and, and on the LPG tour in 2019, she came out, you know, and thought, I don't, I'm not saying she necessarily thought she was going to take the tour over, but I do believe she thought, you know, I mean, I, I'm just going to do what I've, I, I've been doing. That's when, uh, and I think she made one cut. And, uh, as we know, uh, on the PGA tour and LPGA tour, not every card is the same. You have certain uh, status. And if you don't do well early, you, you get buried on the priority list. She made one cut out of nine. At the end of that year, she was ready to quit. Her mom, you know, when your grandfather builds a boat to escape Vietnam, your mother isn't going to be too feeling too sorry for you when you miss some cuts on the LPGA tour. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and anyway, and so so Lilia, you know, she read a couple of self help books. She didn't go the the you know the guru route. She just read a couple of books and, and just basically said, "I'm I'm going to do my best to not let my score define who I am as a human being." Goes back to the Epson tour, kicks butt. COVID, by the way, got, you know, in the middle of all that. So she she got uh, knocked off the LPGA tour during COVID, so she couldn't get back. uh, Epson in 2021, she led the money list. I think she won three times. Last year, I mean, you all saw it. I mean, she was in contention. A ton played near the top of the leaderboard. A ton. Could have easily won once or twice. Uh, And then for her to come back and get that win, uh, you don't know how someone's going to respond, men or women, uh, to to a win, and sometimes you know it's a little scruffy in those first few weeks after. Instead, she's just continued to stack good finishes on top of one another. Uh, she's the real deal, and and I she fits the profile. She'd be a sixth straight first time major winner mm-hmm. uh, at this event, um, and, and you know um, I I think she absolutely would fit the profile.
0: Let me ask you this Grant. I've I've heard people mention Lilia not in a cocky way, but very out not outspoken. How how should I phrase this? She's very open about I I want to win every Yeah, week. self-confident. Yeah. And does that stand out on the LPGA tour? I feel like we don't get as many stories like that from the women's side of the game as as we do sometimes from the men's side.
1: That, that's a good question. You know, so often you'll hear players say, I just want to be happy out there. I don't think you hear that on the men's tour as often. Um, but I do think women and men are, you know, have experienced life differently through the years. I don't want to get too deep into a, a field I'm not an expert in, but you know, having a daughter and watching her grow up in, in the social media age, uh, mental health is, is, uh, incredibly important. And so I, I think Maybe you'll hear more women say, "I, I just want to be happy." Lilia says that herself. Uh, I also think there's a little bit of a double standard uh, when it comes to women and men. Stacy Lewis, for example, has one of the best game faces I think in in all of golf. Um, but what happens when you see Stacy on TV? Sometimes the response is, "Man, what a bitch! Uh, why, why isn't she smiling more?" Mm-hmm. It's like, but if she were Tiger, it'd be like, "Whoa." She is so locked in right now. Yeah. Wow, this is awesome. Right, yeah. and, and 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 I do think that some women, um, you know, are 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 taught either explicitly or, or they they or, or they think that they're supposed to smile more, and and uh, and then you have some personalities which are more geared to that. Lydia, that's just kind of who she is. She's she's gonna smile her way around a sixty six, and just you know. Uh, stomp on your throat, you know, smiling the whole way um but but i i i you know Lilia is incredibly confident uh and and you know even a player like megan Kang megan is super here's megan who hasn't won yet on the l p g a tour and she's like, i, I want to be number one in the world there they are there there are players uh, and, and maybe they're um maybe they're just a little more reticent to say it in such definitive terms
0: hmm. what um Switching gears a little bit, you, you, you touched on, you, you like the venue. Um, I, I think, how much do you think the venue has played into creating this leaderboard? Or is this just cream rising to the top? Is this kind of a, a, a happy coincidence for us all? What, what, what are your thoughts on
1: uh, Carlton Woods as a major venue? Uh, I mean, we're we're not even two full rounds into it, but it's it. Uh, you know, to quote Dennis Green, I mean, it is what we thought it was, or what I thought it was. You know, I mean, I, I I really believed. You know, they can make it as as long as as they want to. They, Randy, I'm sure you were thrilled when they shortened the course a little <laughs> bit today. Um, you know, but 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 it it's a it's a big piece of property. Yet the greens aren't as big as, you know, uh, as you might think for such a huge golf course. Um, And and so therefore, what does that mean? Okay, you've got great ball strikers, big hitters. If you've got wider than average fairways, that's going to help a big hitter who typically isn't as long. Uh, But then those ball strikers have to then go hit greens. Aylen Kim hits a million greens. We know Nelly does. Brooke Henderson, obviously. Um, yeah, Lily Vu, great ball striker. So it's not just, can you hit it far, but then can you hit it? You know, some of these pins have been tucked the first couple of days. I, I think the setup has been really good. Uh, to me, having eight under at the halfway point, leading a major championship, that sounds about right. And you know what? Um, if, if this goes the way most majors do, you, you, you never say, well, it's eight, so it's going to be 16, do you? It's certainly not in a major. You know, it's eight, and it could well be eight. Yeah. You know, come su- come Sunday night, it could be six, six or seven. I think the weather's going to be good, and 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 I don't think they'll play preferred lies starting tomorrow, uh, barring any more rain. Um, and, and and I just think it's I think the course, you know, if it if it dries out, uh, then then the fairways get a little bit narrower just because you the ball won't stop as quickly, uh, and it'll put even more emphasis on on the great ball strikers. And so Lily Vu, you add everything up, ball striking and putting, Nellie Corda, ball striking and putting, Brooke Henderson, uh, her putting, you know, it, last year got great toward the second half. They started out great. Then she went through a rough patch and then and then had some great putting performances. Uh, you know, I, I think the greens will speed up as the week goes on um, and they can get them really fast. So yeah, I, I, I think, I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, and, and you know, th- th- you're always, you know, in 2003 at the Masters, I remember it was the first year they really supersized the course to try to Tiger-proof it. And uh, just like everyone predicted, Mike Weir and Lynn Matisse went into a playoff, you know. <laughs> two guys who combined couldn't hit it past Tiger, you know. Um, and, and and it rained even that week, and it made it even longer. You're, you're always going to have that with, with great players, with elite players, the best players in the world. I look at a player like Cheyenne Knight, uh, who's is a great story, um, you know? And she's not a long hitter, but she hits it straight. And uh, she's been doing some good work. She grew up in the Woodlands. A great story, you know, a really emotional story. Her brother, who graduated from the Woodlands High School, died in a car wreck when in 2008, and his football jersey number was 33. And then when she wins in Dallas in 2019, she shoots 33-33 on that Sunday to win, and and for her to be in the Woodlands. Um, with, I think she's got 25 people there, you know, cheering her on. And uh, that could be an incredible story to watch for the weekend. There, there are always some shorter hitters. NG Chun, remember at Congressional last year, she's not long at all. She's she's actually a little, a teeny bit, you know, below average in terms of distance, but had one of the great, you know, rounds in major history on that opening round. Um, and and, and so you're always going to have a short hitter or two, but uh, Kim, A-Lim Kim bombs it. Lily Vu. Uh, Nellie Corda, Patty Tabitanicot, Kang doesn't bomb it, but she's just you know she's straight and she's accurate. Well,
2: I hope I hope I uh, hope you learned something from us here tonight, Grant. Um, yeah, and I really yeah. appreciate you coming on. Did there. I talk
1: a lot? <laughs> is it, We're letting you cut. Can cook. you tell? Can, we, can you tell? Can you tell? I haven't been on the air this week <laughs> at all. <laughs> this, in fact, this is the only time during the tournament that I'm going to be on the broadcast, yeah. uh, on a broadcast anywhere. So. I thank you for that.
0: Well, we thank you for the knowledge. Truly, that I, I learned more in that twenty minutes than uh, than I have in a long time. So we're, we're gonna definitely hold you to your very firm Nelly pick. Way to win. out there, yeah, way
1: way out there. <laughs> and, uh,
0: um, yeah. but, but
1: I do th- I do think it's easy to. To overthink things, you know, N- Nellie has all, it, it, like you said about Atlanta Athletic Club. Sally, was that you who said that? I don't know, but it was, it was, it was, don't overthink it. Um, she may not win, but but she was the absolute right choice. And let me just close by saying this uh, what you guys do to, to shine a spotlight on the LPGA Tour for those of us who live it, um. You know, you, you all follow me on, on social media. You know, this is not just a job for me. It's a real passion. And, and I want to see the women get treated uh, the way that they should be. And you guys are doing that. So, uh, cheers to you guys. Be careful I'm what gonna you have wish a high for. High
2: noon in your honor. I was going to say, be careful what you wish for, because that there means we're going to start making fun of them a lot more like we do the men. So, <laughs> hey,
1: hey, all seriousness, that's something they're not, I don't think many of them were prepared for. And, and my, my former colleague, the great Randall Mel got into this with some players a few years ago when he wrote a column that was somewhat critical and, and he wasn't personally being critical. He did. And some players took issue and he said, look, the best way I can respect you is to treat you the way I treat the men. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, and, and, I think you do that because I know how you guys feel about this tour, uh, and, and any criticism is only out of, out of, uh, real interest and passion. That includes the announcers that you can be critical of as well. (laughs)
3: We got to get Grant out here so we can talk about Morgan's blouse. Uh, With that.
0: With that for all of us. (laughs) Thank you, Grant. Enjoy the the tournament this weekend. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. See you guys. What a shot of oh, light, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, God, some of those tie names that he was rattling off. <laughs> he was killing that on the broadcast last week. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I rewound it at one point. I was like, whoa, hit me with that one again. <laughs> no chance. Uh, Codeman, do we have another guest or?
3: We do. You want to set her up? Oh, we
0: do. Yeah. Uh, this is a young hitter. Lakar Biabe. Um Maybe through no fault of her own, maybe maybe the least, um, just the young hitter that folks might know the least of, at least on the women's side, right? Uh, certainly Madeline Sagstrom and, and Lauren Coughlin are our other two. Lecarby competes on the Epson Tour. She is. Hello. Hey, LaCarbie. Welcome back? to the show.
4: Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah. No, I was just going through a little introduction. I was saying you're one of our young hitters. Uh, I was getting ready to tell people you uh, and, and you correct me where I'm wrong, but I know family and home when you're not on the road playing golf is is at the Woodlands. So yes. not only are you, I think, pretty familiar with the venue this week, you've been out watching the tournament the first couple of days. Is that right?
4: Yeah, actually I um I went out this afternoon. I got kind of lucky because they had a delay, so I got to call, catch a lot more golf than I thought. Um so it was pretty cool.
0: What what are some of your initial impressions? How how do you feel the the course is standing up? How how do you like it as a major tournament venue? What what are some thoughts on uh, Carlton Woods?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously one of the nicer courses in the area if not be nice it's just when it comes to um membership the, like the the course itself and the amount of money and and resources it has so that's pretty cool i think it's cool that the girls get to come play um in a place that already has like almost a built-in fan base because the woodlands is its own little community so you know, when you talk about trying to get eyes on and people watching, like just from being on, like for a little bit, it seemed like people had brought out their kids. There are a lot of daughters out today. So, I mean, that's always great for, for growing golf. And then the course, I think, is holding up pretty well. I mean, I that's like seven or eight under is leading, which yeah. for a major 3-2 rounds, I think is a pretty good showing for their, first, for their first go around the course. I mean, the girls didn't really know what to expect, and I don't know if the course did so much either. So... Everything I've heard, I we have um two players staying with us this week actually and they've said like it's long and it's kind of tough but it's fair. So I think everyone's enjoying it.
0: Who's staying with you out of uh, by chance?
4: Um Charlotte I- Thomas, she's from England and then Davy Weber from the Netherlands. Oh, nice.
2: All right. Doxing people out here, big Randy. Come on now. That, uh, that's that, hip of us. Well, a I didn't know if light. that
0: was a, I, I, if I could ask that or not. I was genuinely curious. <laughs> hey, before we no, go any part. further, Le,
3: Le Carby, that's, you know, that's the same exact uh, light that Randy has when he does all of his TikTok dancing. <laughs> this
4: one in the back? Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
3: I had to send it to him.
0: Carby, what, what are, what are, what are what are some of the better holes out there. I think, uh, Sol and I were, were talking before we got started and some of it's just due to obviously this is the first time any of us have seen the course and we're just watching mm-hmm. it on TV. It's hard to really get a sense of the holes. I, I don't think any are sticking in my mind right now, but as, as you are familiar and you've walked the course, what are some of your favorite holes and, and where are some that might play, um, a, a big role uh, certainly on Sunday?
4: Um, you know, I think starting off one and two are definitely like if they're a little longer, um, little, I think two, the green's a little tough one, the green is a little elevated. So I think all, you know, you always want to get off to a good start. So having two longer holes to start the day and then three is a part of three over water that I think they can get back to 200. So you've got three big ones right there. And then, <laughs> um, I think. It is.
2: It, it's hard when there's they're on both sides like right because they, they yeah. flip between the front and back like when it gets to the weekend when True. everything flows easily it's like oh this is this yeah, whole and it's easy up. to
4: tell and then yeah. um you know coming well, in i think there's like a stretch yeah 13 to 15 i want to say that just has like funky ish holes um
0: that's exactly what I was getting ready to say because I feel like we have seen a lot of bogeys and, and from some like really good players that are playing well. That, that like 13, 14, 15, even 16 stretch
4: mm-hmm. it seems like
0: it could certainly play a factor.
4: Yeah. I think, I mean, it's one of those courses definitely. I mean, it sounds cliche, but tee shots definitely matter. I mean, I feel like when you look at it, it seems like you have space, but you want to have. Good angles into greens, easier shots into greens. It's Bermuda, so the Bermuda rough is like a little higher, and with the rain, it kind of makes it more tricky. And then a lot of like just elevated greens. So I think just kind of those tricky holes, you know, it makes it a little tougher because you're just trying to. (laughs) Yeah. They're like weird angles into greens, weird angles into (laughs) fairways.
0: For
2: sure. What's it like for you, Lacarbie, going out to a tournament like this? When I go to a tournament, I'm like, within 30 minutes, I, I want to go play golf immediately. I'm like, oh, I got figure it figured out now. I just watched them do it. I want to go play golf immediately. What's it be like for you to be at your level the Epson Tour, see major championship golf? Do you go out there and say, like, all right, here's what they're doing that I'm not doing, and if I improve this, I will be out here next year. What's that like for you kind of to be a golf fan and, and watching golf uh, on a day like today?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely weird. It's like this weird conundrum of – I have a lot of friends out there. So like, you know, it's nice to kind of go cheer them on and catch up some of them I haven't seen in a while. But then there is like a sense of there's a lot to learn from. Um, You know, I think it's interesting, especially when you get into professional golf, you always feel like the gap is so big. And what feels like a big gap is just like really small improvements here and there. So just kind of seeing the way the girls – get around the golf course the shots they hit around the greens and then it's been really cool just having two girls stay with me because it's you get to see kind of like how they prepare and what they do kind of off the course to make sure they're ready to play so it's been a cool learning experience for me definitely
0: who are you out there following today
4: um i watched a little bit of stacy lewis um and then i watched let me think about if I can get this right. A little bit of Lilia, a little bit of Davy and Charlotte, um, and then my old teammate Emma Talley.
0: Okay, do you have a, a prediction? We we we've we just put our our previous guest Grant Boone. We we made him pick a winner. Do you, do you have a uh, a prediction for who's going to prevail?
4: Uh, I don't know. I mean. Goodness, I know that it's one hell of a leaderboard, but
0: <laughs> come on, I think we need just a-
4: like, I think maybe Lilia would be really fun. I think that'd be really cool to see. Um, and she's had like a really good year so far and a really good year last year, and she's come close a lot of times. So I wouldn't put it past her.
2: Yeah, I'm ready for that storyline. I'm ready for. Grant, Grant convinced me on on Lilia. I, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to
0: go for that. Will you
2: be yeah, out I mean, all week?
4: She's awesome. Will you be out? Sorry, all
0: we- Sorry, I was just gonna say, will you be out all weekend then?
4: No, I don't. I have to. We leave for a tournament this weekend, so unfortunately, I will not get out to go watch. Um, but I think it's supposed to be really nice, and I think they're done with the bad weather, so it should turn out to be a good weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping they can firm the course up as much as possible. Make it, make it a stern test of golf this weekend. Any, uh, any other thoughts, any other tidbits you'd like to drop on us before we let you go? I'm sure it's, uh, about dinner time for you so we can, uh, (laughs) I felt bad. I'm doing better than you
4: guys. It's like almost nine o'clock. No, I think, Mm. I think it's, I think it'll be cool. I hope that, the tour and sponsors and everyone has enjoyed being in Houston and I hope that it kind of fills the gap of having fans and like having a I don't want to say better venue, but a more engaged venue. Mm-hmm. Um I think women's golf deserves it. So I hope it, it ends up being a good week and a good partnership from here forward.
0: Wonderful. And we're gonna hold you to the Lily of pick. Is is that you wanna lock that in as your official selection yeah
4: i will i think it's a pretty good pick these days
0: i do too. i think so too i think I, so too i do too well carby when when uh let me let me ask you one final question when's the next event for okay. you when are you teeing it back up on the Epson um, tour
4: well uh, next week so the tournament runs from thursday to saturday i think um we're playing okay. in, uh, hurricane utah so it's down by zion actually which is pretty cool
0: yeah yeah very um, cool there
3: looks like mars down there
4: yeah, yeah. it kind of does
3: well i've never been to mars but that's what <laughs> i imagine it being
4: just red clay red rocks blue yeah skies. i guess yeah
0: <laughs> yeah well perfect we appreciate you dropping in we were like god when we when we heard you were going to be out on the course and obviously be in your hometown we were like man we, we need her to pop in so thank you very much for dropping in
4: yeah i know it's been awesome thanks for having me
0: Thanks, uh, lot Good to see you. Nice seeing y'all. Y'all
4: have a good night.
0: Okay, good thanks. Night. You too. Yep. Good
2: night, guys. I want to talk about uh, about Carlton Woods. Not Carlton. Not his. Not no. Not Carlton's for, uh, forty speed. You know. Not his hands. You know. You know. Not whether or not he can beat Denzante Bay off the on, on a fly Where, route. I don't know about any of that.
0: Where's Carlton being mocked to go uh, <laughs> next weekend in the draft? I think he's getting mocked. You know, the actual... first round, and I don't think he's a first rounder. <laughs> God, I don't want to stop this NFL bit. It's Carlton, on, but you know, oh, the Car-
3: Carlton, the, the Carlton that everybody knows, he's actually up in Dallas this week playing at the, the senior oh my tour, God, event,
0: Flasky's which event. is so
3: weird. Like you would think that flask would have been, you know, conceded a little bit, but like, no, you got to go down to Houston. They, they need you for namesake <laughs> down they there. need a
2: Carlton. Don't typecast him. Come on. His name's Alfonso Ribeiro. Come on. It, he's my good friend since the Pebble Beach Pro Am. <laughs> what, what position does Carlton play? he's a
0: slot receiver yeah I think that's a good one he's I a slot receiver a yeah um all right well lay it on us what do you what are your what are your thoughts after two days well i i've struggled with this event in the past i've struggled with it uh when it was
2: the a a uh you know I know it had a, a lot of tradition at the dinosaur you know, the dinosaur and it had the tradition in mission hills I was never really captivated by that golf course but always just kind of struggled to place this as a major championship i think the women's game has three very clear majors that all have identities the us women's open the aig women's open the aka the women's british and the kpmg women's pga championship are like bona fide big venues really big time golf tournaments and i feel like adding the avion has also just like lumped this tournament down into that if i'm watching this golf course nothing seems unique or different about it from any other LPGA stop it, the the which is it, it seems like a totally fine venue but it, this this event with a sponsor like chevron that has her name on everything and is pushing everything it looks like a designated event on the LPGA tour way more than it does a major championship and i'm really really struggling with it i wanted to get hyped i am i'm hyped to like crown a major championship a major championship winner this week but i don't, and I know it takes a long time to build traditions, and this is year one, and like it's only been two days, and by Sunday I may feel slightly different, but just doesn't quite feel like it. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's this, and uh, I was holding out hope that this golf course would be kind of a thrilling ride to get there. There's a good chance we have a really fun, exciting finish on Sunday, but I think the major championship venues have a responsibility to bring make Thursday to Saturday come to life, and I'm not feeling it so far. I don't know what you guys think
0: cody do you want to go first i i have some thoughts no i i mean
3: i agree with you solly of course i think i i said this uh as soon as we started on thursday and our our slack internal chats that are never going to be exposed to anybody no matter what lawsuit is (laughs) uh is is presented i it this just isn't it uh But maybe that is selling it a little short. Maybe they they do need a couple of years. We know that the Chevron's putting money behind it. There's going to do put money into the course over time that, you know, all these, the the history and, and what you feel of it will come around to it. But I don't know if I really like the whole, like just for namesake purposes, just because now it's a Chevron, like everything in the past is just considered like the Chevron championship. You can't really like just change history. Um, I do appreciate a, a corporation of their magnitude, like stepping up and putting money, uh, to support women's professional athletics. And I think that's really, really cool sports washing. I just don't know. I just don't know if this is like the venue, uh,
0: for it, but who knows? You, you, you don't, you don't really know what's going to happen. All right. Let me ask some questions. So I, I truly am going to take your role on, uh, on these shows. I love it. What? Well, how i think it's impossible to have this discussion without bringing in the the telecast yep. and the part that that plays in helping events feel more important, more elevated um cuz i hear what you're saying at first blush is there much about this course that that I'm going to remember two weeks from now? Probably not. Right. I, 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 I've watched a lot of the first two days and I can't really tell you much about certain holes or, you know, if you were to say gun to my head, like what's the 12th hole? I don't know. I think some of that's incumbent though, on the, the telecast to teach us, to educate us, to, to show with graphics, um, which I just don't think we get a lot of, unfortunately. um, I also do, and you said it, and I think you guys both recognize that this is a two day judgment. Uh, yeah. it, it takes with a lot of weather time, and smaller with weather. Of weather. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I do want to exercise a little patience um, because I think the real feather in the cap is if this course is what's giving us this leaderboard, then I think I'm great with it. It doesn't have to necessarily be the sexiest course, if it's going to test the players in a way that really brings the the top of the women's game to the forefront of the leaderboard.
2: I'll I'll say this: I I think we can all agree that if the men's game is is this size, the women's game is this size in terms of public interest, right? So there's a way a, a way in to change that would be to draft off of familiar venues that we've seen from the men's tour. Right. And that's what KPG and G women's PGA is doing. That's what us women's open is doing. That's what AIG women's open is doing. Like that is a clear initiative for them. That's one way in the second one being what venues has the men's game outgrown that couldn't host a men's major that could host a women's major. That would be the second way to activate something within golf fans. Right. And again, like, for people that are fans of the LPGA, this is like a step up. Like this is, you know, a a little bit of a step up, but it's a step up. And like that, that fan is going to be there. But if, if the women's game wants to grow, I don't see this changing much of anything. Right. I I, I just don't. And that's, it's a sponsor event. Like it's more of that than it is a major championship. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a big purse. It's nice for the women, but man, I just, it really does diminish the the whole major championship landscape in women's golf. I'm really struggling with it right now.
0: I I think everything you said is fair. I will say, having gone out to Mission Hills last year for the, the final... Uh, well, they were calling it the Chevron last year, but everybody knows the history. I was so underwhelmed by yeah. the atmosphere at Mission Hills that I honestly think, to my eye, this looks way more built up. This looks way more like a major than that did last year, which is a low bar, and, yeah. and I still hear what you're saying. Um, I, I think the Dinah is being romanticized in a way, which, yeah. listen, I'm sure it was a freaking hoot back in the 70s and 80s, and I really wish I could have gone out there. I mean, they dubbed it Lesbian Lollapalooza. That sounds so much fun. I uh, would love <laughs> to wander around that. And that's what I was hoping to see last year, and it just wasn't. They had 36 holes at Mission Hills and literally members were pulling carts and their bags out of like the main clubhouse area where you have like a major going on and these members are just rolling up and having their bags put on golf carts and going to play the other course. And I'm like, that ain't it. Like, I know that's not it. Where I think we can for sure agree is I wish Chevron being an international company. I almost wish they would take this major all over and internationally. I think that's where the women's game had a real chance to separate from the men's game is like, Hey, let's go put a major in Asia where the game is so freaking popular. Let's go take one to Australia. I think that could do so much for growing the game and taking it to interesting places. Can you imagine a Korean crowd at a, at a Hmm. LPGA major and, the shock i think of watching that on tv back here in the states it'd be amazing but it just goes back to like what's
2: what's a major and that's a that i don't like pulling on that thread i really don't i like having like hey the majors, the biggest tournaments and you don't have to think about it like you would take any of the four majors over any other golf tournament out there and uh i just i i I, when you pull on that thread it just it's the whole thing starts to crumble a little bit.
0: The Cody jump in here. I mean the Evian is the fly in the ointment in my opinion. I, we 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 know why it was made a major the the women's game was kind of dying in the vine over a decade ago and the the organizer of the Evion came to Mike Juan at the time and said, "Hey, I will put a ton of money behind this, but in exchange this is going to be a major championship." And he took the deal and I think he needed to take the deal at, at the, the time. time. But I think hopefully they can reassess because five majors isn't, it just is not good because everybody is so conditioned from, I think, the men's game. You know, there are four majors and that's the way it should be. Um, now, if you did get rid of the Avion, I would say this because the other three majors are rotating each year. Is it important to have a major that's kind of at the same course year after year? It's got to be badass course though. Yeah, that's uh,
2: that's what makes it work, really. I mean, I I don't even want to make the Augusta comparison, but right, you know the I mean the American Express on the PGA tours at the same course every year, and does that course like make it work? No, no. like it no. it doesn't. So, um, that's. There are some sick places in and around Houston. I understand why Chevron
3: wants to do it. It's next to their global headquarters. Like I'm sure it's great for yeah. them, not only like marketing wise, but all different initiatives of course. and everything that they have. And you're
2: describing a sponsor do. tournament, right? Not a major.
0: That's yeah, uh, that's of course that's what is that's really interesting, Sully, so, like, because I hearing you like put it in those terms, that had not clicked for me until you just have explained that. And yes, I very much agree with you. <laughs>
3: Honestly, I thought the Chevron was going here because, like, somehow the corporation owned Carlton Woods.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, then let's, because I think I really think this ties into the telecast, and we we don't have to belabor it. But to your point, Solly, like I was watching the early.
3: They're playing under the they lights. They are right kind of sweet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sick. Uh
3: <laughs> What else do we want? I was
0: watching earlier today and, you know, the, the, the Chevron's going and then I'm typing some emails while I'm working and watching. And, like, I hadn't really noticed it came up against the end of coverage and they just kind of rolled into Zurich. And the mood is just exactly the same. And I'm yeah. like, that's a big freaking problem because the Zurich is about as low on the totem pole on the PGA Tour as you can get. And if I don't feel a noticeable like shift in coverage and mood and like that's that's a huge problem. And I know all the reasons why golf channel, you know, it's a resource issue, it's contracts, it's this, it's that. But I think how they televise the this major specifically, it just doesn't, it doesn't do it any justice either. Like, where are my streaming options? I want to go watch feature groups where I just stay with a group for all 18 holes. You know, this weekend we only get like four hours of Saturday and Sunday at at a major. Like that's that that would never fly anywhere else, and, and that's just what's disappointing to me. Yeah, and that's where it's like I I, I want to support
2: the women's game. I want to uh, I want to I want to see it succeed. Yet yeah, I don't want to be disingenuous about it too. And I, I I just I just struggle to get like super amped about it i really i really do but i won't have that problem with the u.s women's open at pebble i won't have that problem at walton heath i know i won't have it at baltus roll I, I i just think it uh i don't know I, again we might be it's hard to be a part of a transition period right and and mm-hmm. you can't race to the finish line of all that of all that history that has built up those championships but it's just not doing it for me so far yeah it doesn't mean we're not going to see an interesting finish and get excited about a winner on sunday night
0: very true I know. I-
2: like I, I wonder what they want this tournament to be. Like what what do you think
3: the comp of this is? Because you can't say like forever they're like, oh, this is like the women's masters. Like you can't. That's it's so okay. far away from that. But it but, but I wonder like
0: what 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 do they envision it being? I would say a diet, I mean grandiose, it, it would be a diet masters. I mean they have a champions dinner. Um the I, poppy's Pond thing
2: come on that that was that was the first red flag for me of the staging the jump in the in an actual real pond and putting up a gator net oh no uh, thank you yeah no, no thank not you it. i'm that's good not it yeah like, that, that had me that had me worried right there i get like cody again i go back to the like that same answer like what do they want it to be it's a sponsor tournament like they want they want chevron to you know wants to walk away you know with some some marketing power behind it and uh that's kind of what it comes down to. I pre- I mean, again, I'm not ragging on them. Like I appreciate them the the money that they're putting up and the way they're treating the players and the, you know, the how elevated it probably feels for the players. But again, that's an elevated event. Like I it uh it it just feels like a
0: bigger LPJ tour event. Yeah, I think you're right. God, now I can't like now I can't unthink that. Damn, Sorry I'm I ruin the match for you. I well, I get like amped up that. for major season to start
2: on the LPGA. And I was the same way with the Dyna. Like I just get there and I'm like, ah, man, it just feels, it feels kind of the same. It really does. So. Yeah.
0: Know. Well, I think that is, we we are hoping <laughs> to talk to uh commissioner Molly Marcus. at some point this year. I mean, I think that's a fascinating topic to, to broach with her because ultimately she's the one that's going to have to, you know, answer that and and help guide a tournament like the Chevron to either you know carve out a real identity and, and become a, a place in women's golf culture or not and do you think it's weird that the the tour runs two major
3: championships
0: I, yeah yeah yeah
3: <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's maybe the where there's there's not enough separation even if it was like Think of like if the Founders Cup, like I, I would kind of make sense to me if they're like, "Hey, we're selecting these courses based off the history and tradition or whatever else like that," and they they bring the people together and and just maybe the separation from the tour itself might help a little. Bit.
0: The Founders Cup, like, let's get rid of Evian. Let's like the Founders Cup should be that's your tie-in right to a fourth major. I think.
3: But I also say that, like, there's multiple events on the KLPGA Tour that, like, we could automatically, we could grant tomorrow
1: <laughs> a yeah. major.
3: And we could find any of the, the six large families in Korea that would absolutely go gangbusters and be like, oh, yeah, what, what money is it? Perfect. Yes. You're telling me that we have one of the whatever number largest women's professional golf events in our home soil now? and it would just be wrong. And I guess yeah. kind of the same thing that you're seeing this week with
2: with Liv. Right. Yeah, a, I'm ready to wrap this up. Liv Adelaide's about to start up, guys. Come on, <laughs> get over the CW. Uh, get over the crosswalk.
0: Well, I think that's what was a little, I won't say disappointing, because I don't even know if it was considered or, or not, but with the tour, I mean, they, they obviously, they treat Asia, it, it's a very important part of the LPGA tour. It's not like they're ignoring yeah. Asia. So I would have loved, I guess, to have a little foresight and like, yeah, let's, let's put, let's really try to put one of our majors in that part of the world. I think we've still, you know,
2: unless it's a national open, I think you're still kind of having the same conversation here again of what's a major, right? If you just flip over the, the Thailand event into a major, I don't think that really does the trick, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, you got to,
3: at some point in time, like what they have going on right now, we clearly know is not it. So we got, we, we got to figure out a runway somewhere. I hope there's a vibe, there, you know, I've
2: felt that way at other women's majors on Thursday, Friday that I've been to in person, like, wow, small crowds. It it shapes up on the weekends. It does. And the, there'll be more vibe uh, into the weekend. I have a feeling.
0: Yeah. Hopefully as long, especially with this leaderboard. I mean, if there is not much juice this weekend with that leaderboard, then we got a real serious problem on our hands. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's still a great tournament. And I still want to ask you guys some stuff. So we, we, we got, we got some time here left. Let's uh, I, I think they just blew the horn. Nothing to report for the folks listening to this via podcast. Um, A-Lim Kim is still your solo leader at eight under, Megan Kang is in the house at 7-under. Lilia Vu is in the house at 7-under. Patty Tavitanniket is in the house at 6-under, as is Nellie Korda. Allison Corpuz shot a 67 today, is in the house at 5-under. Brooke Henderson will finish, I believe, will finish her last hole tomorrow morning. She's at 5-under, as is Angel Yin and Pian Chin, who was the first-round leader. A lot of good names also, you know, four under, three under. Let me let me ask you guys this. One of my favorite games to play on uh, Friday of majors. How far back is too far back? Because you got to consider um, the names at the top, too.
2: Hmm. I think there is no one at two under or worse that is going to win this
0: tournament. Yeah.
2: There's no one that scares me there.
0: Okay. Who are you eliminating? Nasa Hataoka, major home (sighs) game for her. That's the only one that hurts. Like
2: that's Nasa hurts. But I think Atia is sitting at at minus three at T17. I do not think she's out of it. If she had some more putts fall today, she'd have been uh, right in. I love watching her golf swing. I think her golf swing is the swing feel I've tried to go right now with, which just really extending the arms as far away as possible. And you got to lead and rotate the hips and you're pulling the club through watching that golf swing is going to help a lot of people, uh, swing the golf club. She's so freaking talented.
0: I'm, uh, I don't disagree. You're, you're knocking out Jin Young Ko, who's at one under, I feel like you guys were quick, a little quick to crown her on, on her
2: return. She won this. she won the same tournament that she won last year and that's i i need to i mean Jin Young ko is like a four to five times a year winner when she's on her peak like i don't think it's all
0: the way there yet i let me let me say this ollie i think i would eliminate anybody at this is really stupid but four under or worse whoa no. yeah that's dumb you're right yeah <laughs> I just there's think between, so much golf left. <laughs> I know, but between Brooke and and Nelly and Patty and Lilia, I, I, I mean, the four under, my my girl, Huju Kim, major winner, she's at four under. I guess a tie is the only one at three under who could go out and shoot like sixty six tomorrow. But I don't have a ton of faith in in many other people, kind of in that three under group that's just going to go low and and be able to catch. You know all of those leaders. Yeah,
2: I, I I think it. I have a feeling it's not going to be as much of a birdie fest going forward as well. So that's that's where those are the events where got, people can come from behind from t twenty five and win on the on a weekend, especially if they have some holes left to play in in round two. So if if it what if the lead gets to fourteen or fifteen, I'm with you. But I think if it's eleven or twelve that some ends up winning this tournament, that brings a lot of people into it. Yeah,
3: I'm going to go with two as well big, you're you're crazy on the number that you just threw out there. I mean, it's just who do who do you like? Guy? You're a bad
0: guy. Well, come on, get it on record.
3: Well, I, I mean I'll say this right now, like Atia is, is pl- had played Lockluster golf the first two oh, rounds. That that and bo- gets in it at three under. She
0: bogeyed two par fives today. That is uh that yeah. that's bad.
3: I mean Marina had an awesome day yesterday, fell back today. Uh she like I just think that that the number that you set out there, there's just so many people that, that you still have 36 holes of golf left. So to play. much golf left.
0: I should mention Albane Valenzuela is she four under and has yeah, she's she's only through her thirteenth hole. So she's gonna start tomorrow. Um and she's on the front nine, which she's not really going through that tricky stretch of 13 through 16. So she could jump up in the fray.
3: I don't know if you guys saw because Grant was uh, talking for a long time, but uh, Megan King, when she her was sick. playing, so she was, she was playing her sixth hole. Like she hit a, a you know, a, or excuse me, her eighth. Her point.
2: 17th. The eight she point. hit her
3: f- 17th. Yeah. She hit a, it, her second shot into like a, a, a wet bunker got relief and hit that this gnarly little wedge shot up there and clearly was just rushing trying to get to the ninth tee to tee off because she was afraid of the horn blown and like completely just pulled it typical cody putting stroke <laughs> like oh uh, no we would have raked it if we could have <laughs> yeah it's just this isn't gonna happen uh taps it in for par should be uh with a limb up there at eight under um but, man, she's playing so, so good. And she's, like, such a ball of energy. Like, every event that we've been to, her her personality just, like, overwhelms whatever room or whatever she's at. She would be an awesome, awesome winner.
2: I want to give a shout-out to NG Chun for uh, going 78-66 uh, to make the cut at even par. I just wanted to... She's not going to win the tournament, but I wanted to shout that out.
0: L- let me let me throw a couple names. That's impressive, by the way. Uh, it, it, she, did, she did the kind of the inverse of that at congressional last year yes you know um i mean she can go low I, i would not count her out to to get involved but i think she's too far back to win uh contender pretender real quick as we go down the leaderboard in honor of tc wherever he may be what about angel yin she's five under has four holes to play still in her second round tomorrow morning
2: surprised to see it not gonna lie i've been i've been a buyer of angel yen (laughs) stock i'm holding a lot of angel yen stock kind of like bitcoin i bought all the way down to the bottom uh it's hard you know just like the little spikes you see in the bitcoin runs i don't know if the the long-term growth is going to be there and uh you got to watch what you say too. big listeners. She'll, next time you see it, she's going to put her. Thumb in she's not I'll I will just, this, I so. flat out said, I've been a huge supporter of hers. All I wanted to, <laughs> all I'm saying is, I, I don't know if we're going to see that all the way to the finish. I, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Oh. I, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I'm here to play the big Randy role. I'll say pretender. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. It should be like I, again, course profile should fit fantastically, but she has. Uh, a tendency at times to to light herself on fire. And I hope, I certainly hope yeah, that does yes. not happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Celine Boutier shot a 67 today, finds herself tied for 10th at the moment at four under. She's a dog. She's just freaking tough, man. Like she just does not go away.
2: Um, we're, plus, we're all in on Team Altus. So
3: basically, if you see Cameron Corey, like we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> they got it. She's definitely a
2: contender. I think we we probably didn't do quite enough on Brooke because it she is hitting the ball freaking awesome and looks she has a good chance to get up and down for birdie uh, on eighteen to get to minus six. I feel like she's 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 coming.
0: I, oh god, I wish I knew if they were going twosomes or threesomes because if they're going threesomes, it could be Three. a Brooke Nelly Patty penultimate group tomorrow. They
2: are playing to go threesomes uh, tomorrow, I believe the broadcast said.
0: If, if I could interest you in that, assuming nobody else makes a big jump tomorrow morning. Don't try to do the guessing of the pairings, Big. It's never worked <laughs> out well for anyone. No one has ever got that right. I know. It just seems like there are three players right now, minus seven or better, <laughs> and then there'd be three players at minus six. So I don't know how they couldn't be paired together if that held. Somebody will
2: mess it up. you and Chen will get in at minus six and screw the whole thing. I'm telling you, it just never works out that way yeah interesting decision by brooke too she did not finish
3: her 18th hole when her her two people in her group put it out and were it was the so she needed so, a
2: ruling um
3: of course but in the morning my question is like i understand why she did it and, and would do the same thing but in the morning to to her partners have to come mm. and like sign her card or does she just go out and, and finish by herself that's,
0: that's a fascinating question that's interesting would, they I would gotta stay. just send an official out there to verify. I, I would think maybe the partner signed through 17 and then an official kind of signs cut. off on 18 breaking news from Adam Stanley. So, uh, Brooks playing partners will not have to watch her finish rules. Official
2: and score will be there. Literally tweeted one minute ago. Oh. Oh, so. I didn't
0: know if Adam was in the comments here on the live show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going down the leaderboard names. Ali Ewing is somebody at four under. Yeah. Um, Has won before. Has Solheim experience. Keep an eye out for her. Mentioned Hugh Ju Kim. Prior major winner. 70-70. So steady. I I think she's going to be involved. Uh, Jess Korda is at two under. Part of that group. Danielle Kang's at two under. Andrea Lee's at two under. The top amateur. Amari Avery. Cody, any comment on Amari Avery being two under? No. Love it. Phenomenal
3: work. Does not uh, honestly does not surprise me
0: that she's low amateur at all. Yeah, uh, she was going neck and neck there with a while for uh, with Isla Galitsky, but Isla dropped off a little bit, but will still make the cut, which is great. At at one under, you have Lucy Lee, fan favorite. She's great. Shot a sixty nine today. Um, Maya Starks right there. Jin Young-Ko, we mentioned. Matilda Castron has to be upset at herself. She bogeyed. Both par fives on her second nine today. Shot a 38 coming in. I mean, she should be three, four shots better. I think she's played some good golf. Arya Jatanagarn's there at one under. Say Young Kim's at one under. Just big names lurking, which I kind of dig. Can we talk
2: about some names that big names
0: are not going to be around? Yeah, run us through the big disappointments. Lydia,
3: I can't believe you skipped over Georgia like that too, Big. Shame on you. Yes, I think Georgia's out of
2: gas. Yeah, Lydia's four over on the day. She's got two holes remaining. She's going to need to birdie them both as it stands right now. Projected cut is one over par. She's at plus three. That's not good. Unfortunately, Saki Baba does not look like she's going to be around for the weekend, barring a uh, a hot finish uh, tomorrow morning. You let me know, you guys talked about her kind of needing to make a little leap on uh, yeah, the preview pod. She is out. Um, we have Soya and you still looks to be struggling with her game, unfortunately. Uh, Stacey Lewis, the Solheim Cup captain, is going home. Jungin Lee, six. It's been a tough scene for her for quite some time. Anna Green, Yuka Sasso, Lizette Salas, Maria Fossey, Madeline Sagstrom, Jennifer Cupcho, Annie Park, Sung Young Park, uh, Charlie Hall. Uh, just a lot of big names going home um, th- this weekend. So,
0: I think the upshot of that, because those are, yeah, you got so many major winners in there. We're starting to get some really, really good depth in the women's game, which is exciting. I I think that's that's the
2: upshot of that. Yep. I totally agree with that. There's a lot of, uh, just a lot of freaking recognizable names now in the LPGA Tour.
0: I'll add Minji Lee as a disappointment. She's going to make the cut. She's at plus one, but going 70, 75. She has not been playing particularly well this year. I am not officially worried yet, but she's going to have to kind of turn it on and, and turn it on sooner than later to you know if she wants to carry over all her success from last year and I will say Leona Maguire snuck in at plus one disappointing though I, I think you know she's to the point where I think we're going to start to judge her on, on her major performances which is a credit to her and the first one this year not off to the best start thus far but is it a major that's mm, true let's talk about that that's true um yeah, we're going to recognize this. Come on. It's the Evian that I'll listen to. It depends on who wins,
4: right?
0: <laughs> Just like on the men's side. It depends who wins. Sure, sure. Code man, what are we missing? Anybody saying anything in the comments? Anything we need to address?
3: Well, I think we kind of touched on it, but the when we we're discussing the broadcast – I think it was more of, of the difference in how it feels based off of going from PGA tour event to normal LPGA tour event to champions tour event and everything that's across basically the NBC portfolio. And they didn't really do much to make this stand out by any means. But really, like the coverage gap is is tough. Yeah. It Talk. Sucks. There should be some yeah. streaming options there for sure. I don't I, I, I I'm trying really hard. Like I I don't think I'm in on Morton Pressel being the lead analyst. Uh, I don't know if that shocks any of you guys. Like I understand like depth of knowledge and, and like experience there, but like it just is not doing it for Here's me. What,
0: here, let me jump I, in. I, I don't, don't because... think it's
2: her. It, it's sorry, big, but I, I think it's just like a, there's just like, no, it, it, they go to her so much because there's not much, there's not many cameras. There's not much production. And she just like has to carry the show. And that's just, I don't, there's, there's no one that would fill that seat. I don't think. And you'd be like that. This person is making it work in this broadcast for me. I think she's gotten a lot better to be honest. I think she kind of struggled when she came out the gate a little bit, but I think she's comfortable in the role and like knows what's going on. I just, man, it just feels like, it just feels like women's golf needs to do something different with coverage. Like it can't be the men's side is not very interesting. And a lot more people watch it like a diet version of that. That's not like the men's side is not very well produced for the most part. A diet version of that is, has almost no chance of succeeding. And I don't know what the answer is to that, but I just don't
0: think like a knockoff version uh, has any real upside to it. A million percent agree with that. Solly. I I think when we talk about how could the LPGA try to differentiate and honestly, like experiment, right? I'd like to see them try some stuff and fail. Uh, sure. and, and work towards maybe finding something that works. I, I think you're exactly right. It's like venues that the men's game can't go to anymore. That's an area where the women's game has a distinct advantage. I, I think experimenting with your broadcast, trying different things is such a ripe area for them to potentially strike on something that really works. Um, so yes, this this diet... PGA bland PGA broadcast is it doesn't do it. And and I I've never met Morgan. And I do think she's gotten better in that role. And she doesn't like she she doesn't offend me. She she's not like off-putting to me. My critique of her is I just wish she would kind of give us some strong opinions more, right? Like I, I think as 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 her role, not that she has to be Johnny Miller, but you know, they threw it to her about an anecdote I wrote down today, Uh, they were talking about Patty T and some of her struggles and kind of tossed it to Morgan, I think to like color in, you know, what, what's going on. And she's just like, yeah, well, Patty, you know, she's changed coaches and her mind's in a better spot and she's playing better golf and here's her birdie putt. And I'm like, damn, I know there's more to that story. I'm I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'd hope you might have some insight. Like, like tell us, I, I, I just Well, it's the same thing we were talking about earlier with like
3: all LPGA coverage or people who like who work around it or or like us who want to talk about it is that everybody feels the need that they have to like use kid clubs for the LPGA tour. And that's like, that's not the way that it should be. If you want to have growth, like you need to treat these athletes like athletes and say like, yeah, Patty T she went through a ton of swing changes, but she also had like, she had a fucking broken heart, man. Like, and it sucks, and life sucks sometimes, and it's really hard when you're on the road for fucking weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. on end. But like you gotta be able to talk about it.
0: Even Grant, I thought Grant, you know, him mentioning how, how these women grow up a totally different social media experience than the men do, and, and yeah. what that can do to somebody's mindset, their the, how they see themselves, their their self-esteem. Like that is powerful, interesting stuff, and I maybe it's hard to weave that into a golf broadcast, but I, I certainly think there could be a time to to talk about that sort of thing. I, I don't know, Cody. I think you're exactly right. I, I mean, full disclosure: we we talked to the LPGA when we were kind of talking to them about doing more live shows and 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 trying to ramp up our coverage. And one of the things we told them was like, listen, I we need to be able to talk about the LPGA like we do the PGA tour. And that's going to mean taking runs at people. That's going to mean being critical. That's going to mean, you know, having favorites and having people we uh, quote unquote root against. And like, as Grant said, like, that's almost, in my opinion, the highest form of respect that you can show. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The
3: one, uh, I will say this about Golf Channel, like maybe it's just a major, you're so used to like, you know, live from on the ground and all that stuff. I do like it when you get the all, you know, women crew back in in Connecticut and they're discussing the major and everything, but like, why aren't they in Texas? Right. Golf channel like,
2: NBC butt why why are we fucking treating this like a bunch a fucking of bean major. counters, man? Like it's it's just golf Channel sucks. It sucks because it feels like we take all the take it all out on the people that are talking the most and it's just not their fault. It's just not. It's just for the bean sure. counters that have just cut budgets freaking everywhere. And um they're just not incentivized to invest in this. They're just really, really not. And it sucks. It
0: sucks. Uh, Anyways, no, it's really excited for the weekend. Okay. <laughs> no, hey, I want to awesome. s- I don't want to end on a down note. It's a, no, it's a just, great just, leaderboard. It's we need some like, grandiose. We need some like I know some energy from
2: this thing. It can't be normal voices it can't be normal music it can't be like there's yes. just something to tuning in i don't know I've, i watched the u.s women's open as a kid like a, a major championship and it just felt like grand and this just is if you want this to be a major i got you got to show me something gotta yeah. feel it totally
0: fair and i'm glad you brought it up i i think yep. it's it's so valid I, it's it's you've you've changed my thinking in a lot of ways yeah I, I, we need to pick winners, though, before we, before we wrap it. Who, who you guys got? We're, we'll reconvene Sunday. Um, live show after the conclusion of Chevron. We'll, we'll obviously devote a ton of time to Chevron. We'll, we'll do a little bit of Zurich and, and some other tours. But gun to your head, who's hoisting the trophy and potentially jumping Sunday evening? Oh, Lili, geez, Lili, I'm taking jump. Lilia. I love it. Oprah. Very good pick. Or Nellie. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm going to go Patty. All Tate. right.
0: I'm going Nellie. Definitively. A, a win here for her. It's her second. It it would obviously huge difference between two majors and, and one major. I, I think she is on the cusp of, I mean, she's going to be the American female golfer. Potentially one of the top American female athletes that i going to are gonna be marketed, I think, over the next ten years. I think it's a huge weekend for Nelly. And I also think it's a huge opportunity for Lilia to be like, nah, dog, I got no. this. It's my time.
3: Yeah. Just wait. Patty's going to show up tomorrow. The sun's going to be out again, and Texas is going to be a beautiful weekend down there in Houston. She's going to have those hater blockers on. <laughs>
2: she got the walk you guys, going. You don't
3: understand what's she talking. got the walk going.
2: Patty's got one
3: of the – swaggy. Low.
0: She's got one of the best walks out Let's there. Go. Yeah, she's swaggy. I know yeah. Canada's just upset nobody's picking Brooke, but I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to do it. And guys, I miss
2: Yuka. I miss Yuka.
0: I was going to say, after what Grant told us about Alim Kim, there's no way she's going to (laughs) win.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, Codeman, anything else you want to get us out of here?
3: Nope. We are great, guys. I think this was uh, an awesome, awesome show. A lot of discussion wrapped around not only the venue, sponsor, everything else, but at the end of the day, Biggie, phenomenal leaderboard. I think it's going to be an awesome weekend. We're going to be back here on Sunday night. We're doing it live again. The conclusion, as soon as uh, Chevron is done, we'll also discuss every everything else going on in the world of professional golf. But I appreciate you, Mr. Big, for stepping up and saying that, no. hey, we're going to do these. We're going to do these on, on as equal footing as we possibly can. We do not have a presenting sponsor for this. It's part of our Titleist deal. So thank you to Titleist and FootJoy for coming along and uh, joining the ride. And hopefully somebody at Golf Channel or NBC or or whoever they're all these companies that have all these equal opportunity fucking standards and everything else like that. If a, if a company of our size, if you guys are willing to invest in stuff like this on a Friday night and, and try to give it equal footing, the best that we can, hopefully somebody else does. But thank amen you.
0: to that. Uh, let, let me just say, uh, cause I don't feel comfortable. Like I, I, I brought it to the group and everybody was like, Oh yeah, for sure. We, we should absolutely do that. So credit all around. Solly, thank you for letting us put up more LPGA stuff on what has been pretty yeah, much your business. channel. You've, you've <laughs> built and <laughs> done a great job growing the NLU podcast, but, but I appreciate you sharing it with us. And uh, yeah, look forward to Sunday night. And thank you all for tuning into the live show. And for those listening via podcast, we appreciate you certainly as well. Crack on.